0: Hello and welcome back to Chicks and Balls, the podcast, a sports podcast by women about more than women's sport. On today's show, we give a bit of a basketball focus as the NBL finals are underway and new details emerge about the beef between the Opals and Liz Cambridge, and Kiwi golfer Lydia Coe stumps a journo with some honest chat about periods. <laughs> My name is Marley Silva and as always, I am joined by... Well, I say as always, but these are my co-hosts that I haven't sat with in what?
1: Two weeks. Two weeks now. So, Keeley Silver, Georgia Moore, how are you both? Yeah, I think we're all um, a bit on the rusty side of things. We're all sounding a bit uh, croaky. Or a little bit uh, not fresh. Yeah, not fresh, Just however
0: good. Where. Yes. Well, um, we would usually say, how was your week? But I reckon we've got to say, how was your fortnight? <laughs> um. Who wants to start? G Moore? You're, you're the sickest sounding, so who, you can kick us off.
2: <laughs> yeah, apologies for the voice today. Um, I'm a year older since I was last on mic. Oh, well, year, but, my you know, God. That works.
0: I'm the worst, aren't I? Yep. I forgot your birthday, Georgia. <laughs> she sucks.
2: I'm
1: so sorry. I literally was like to <laughs> so heaps casually bad. too. Oh, did I have a birthday to Georgia when I saw her? And yeah. she's like. What? When was your birthday? I was like, oh, my God,
2: you're the worst person ever. I'm i remember. so I sorry. sorry. Happy birthday, Georgia. No,
1: that's, like, such a no-no.
2: Thank you. I'm the worst for it, too, so don't even worry. A, a year, year older. Or, older I moved up? from MJ to Kobe this year.
1: Yep. Oh, yes, of yep. 24, Kobe. Yep.
2: Yep. And celebrating that did do some additional damage to the cold I already had, hence Maybe. the voice. <laughs> um, but – was worth it. Was a great weekend. Was very, um, started off very wholesome. I'm surrounded. You can't see, but, well, I'm surrounded by a florist at the minute. flowers oh, everywhere in this house. So it's been a good week. I am sick, but I am And well. Meg's there, your sister. And my sister came. Well, she's been and gone. She came for two days. Now she's off to Europe for ten weeks, and then she'll be back, which is fun. Wow. Um, so, yeah, lots happening. And and I start my new job on Monday. Yay! Woo! So exciting got- times in the UK. Your whole life is just, you know, gone up a level in those two weeks. I'm not sure if I'm ready to like end my holiday and get back to a nine to five, but probably required at this point. I can't be fun employed forever. So
0: <laughs> Unless you found a sugar daddy. Here
2: I am. Yeah, working on that.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say... Um, Although we didn't have our normal episode last week, what we did have was a really awesome chat that you had, um, G, with Katie Kelly, and a lot of people loved it. Um, so many saying that, like, there was a lot of education in it that that Katie provided, and they just loved the chemistry between the two of you, obviously because you've known each other for a long time. So, um, yeah, I just want to say like thanks for doing that, G, and and making sure that the listeners didn't miss all of our voices for too long um, and highly recommend after listening to this going back and listening to that. If you haven't
1: already Keely silver, how was your fortnight? Um, Yeah. My fortnight was actually jam packed. Uh, Surprise, surprise, which will come into feedback and a bit, bit more fun stories, but I had the Howard Matz Grand Final, which, yes, they did lose. Um, but we had a really great celebration that night.
2: Yeah, it's so a, weird. <laughs> there's a
1: story and feedback that we'll, we'll get to. Um, and then I went away to Coffs Harbour for the National Touch Footy Tournament, um, which was a great week. It's the first tournament back we've had in a while, hence the rusty voice. And we lost the quarterfinals, which was very sad. However, it was a very enjoyable week. So shout out to my Rebel gals. It's good to see everyone too. Like It's just like every touch person ever, all in one place. Touch people.
2: It was really nice. <laughs> Except for the two that were missing that were over here.
1: Oh, don't. I was West actually Oun really Buz. sad. Westo and Buzz. Shout it, out to Westo and Buzz. I did, however, we did call them on Saturday night and they were sitting next to each other in the lounge and um, the phone did get thrown around um on the dance floor and, of course, hotel. Beauty. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Westo and Buzz. Um, yeah, that's about it from me. <laughs> nice.
0: Nice. Sounds fun. Good use of time away from the mic. Um, yeah. Well, I was, I've been away like the whole time. Yeah. So it's yeah. good. No, it's good. Um, I have similarly. How's had, your fortnight miles? Yeah. Had a, had a great one. Had a big one. Um, yeah. started with a, with very large weekend in Brisbane, Oh
2: yes. um, correctly. where
0: I impressed myself with my ability to make new friends at a 30th where I knew no one <laughs> except my best friend. Um, Because it was her boyfriend's 30th. And I'm not very good at that usually, making new friends, but I did. It was great. (laughs) It made me feel really good about myself. That's Uh, nice. Even when I had some pretty hectic um, anxiety the next day. So it was all worth it. Then uh, last week, got to do sideline at two NRL games, the Brisbane South game, which was fantastic to watch on the sideline, can I say. And then the Bulldogs Raiders game in Canberra where I thought I was going to lose all of my appendages uh, because it was one degrees on the field. One
1: degree. Yep.
0: I don't know why I put a plural there. (laughs) Also, disclaimer, my voice is a bit like this because I am – Hungover on a Tuesday. That's good. And we are in my bedroom, not the studio. Yeah, so it is, to the old I mean, days. my old bedroom, I don't even live here anymore, but we are very much in some OG chicks and balls territory because Keely and I were at a wedding that happened to fall on a Monday because of COVID nice. things. Um, I had a great time. Keely had to come home for work um, <laughs> I and drink. I just drank all the free champagne. So That's fantastic. Stunning. Good times. Um, and with that, I think we should get into the first segment. Feedback
1: feels with kills. It's been a long fortnight without feedback and um, I know this is actually the reason why all of you listen to the podcast, so thank you and welcome. I've got a few fun ones. Meg Moore is in Mallorca and she sent us a little bit of feedback. She's actually good for feedback. She's she's good for that. Thanks, Meg. Uh, And... The Suncorp Super Netball was on at um, some random pub, which is just wild. What Do you know what game Ooh. it was? Did she tell us? She sent a photo. Oh, I yeah. didn't even have a look. It was Lightning and the Thunderbirds. Wow,
0: there just must be a, a Netty fan yeah. at, that, at that bar. How
1: cool, right? Love that. I've got to give Cooper Johns a quick shout out. Jeez, we haven't heard about him on this show in a while, though. I know. And um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful and um, I, I laughed a lot this morning. Uh, so... Let's rewind to Howard Matthews' grand final. Um, we did get, lose by quite a bit and we were pretty sad, but we got over it in about an hour or two by drinking. Molly, they're underage. They don't drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I drank though. <laughs> you did. You drank enough for all of them. Um, there was a after after party with the team and parents and whatnot and um, trainers, etc. and for some reason – oh, I had to call Cooper back for something. And I facetime him and I was by myself. And I was a little intoxicated. So I'm like, hey, Cooper, mama, mama, being an idiot. And um, <laughs> one of the youngest boys in our team like runs over and he's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, oh, my gosh, it's Cooper Johns. Freaked out, stole the phone, ran away. Um, from what I could hear, he was saying, I love the family podcast. Oh. I listen to it all the time. Can you please give me a shout out? And... What did he say? Oh, and you got any tips for this week, right? Horse tips. Yes. And Cooper's like, no, I haven't done the horse t- like the tips yet. I'll give you a shout out. But anyway, it was a really fun, lighthearted question. I mean, conversation. Come to work this morning, t- day of recording Tuesday, and young Alex is doing um, a gym workout. And he's like, hey, and like have a good chat. I haven't seen him because I've been away at touch anyway. He's like, did you know that Cooper gave me a shout-out? No, he didn't. He said, no, oh, he didn't. Oh, that's so sweet. No, no, it's not sweet. So <laughs> he gives this quite nice shout out. So it's the the um, podcast from Friday just gone, which yeah. I think is the was the third or May. Or whatever it was. And um he's like, Oh, you know, my friend is a physio of how much got this FaceTime, blah, blah, blah. I'm giving this kid a shout-out. Um, you know, and he thought he goes, I thought the, the boys look pretty pumped in this FaceTime, so I uh, went and checked the score thinking, oh, they must have had a good time. And he goes, then they got flogged by 40. <laughs> and he, then anyway, him and Maddie are both saying, boys, you can't be doing that when you get flogged. You've got to work on your career. Go home, have a look at yourself. <laughs> anyway, it's really funny. He was stoked. So thanks, Cooper, for that. Um, I'm pretty sure it's gone around the group Snapchat that they have straight away. But he's very, very happy and very impressed and very stoked, even though he, he was kind of like, oh, I got bullied by Cooper Johns. Yeah, he's really happy. <laughs> And then my other fun feedbacks were actually from the weekend just gone. My other fun feedbacks, which I briefly kind of told you guys, um, two people recognised the Chicks and Balls as a a brand. As a Um, a brand? As a brand brand ambassador in Coffs Harbour. I don't know what we are. I don't know what to call us. Um, In Coffs Harbour at Touch, I had two people on Saturday night Um, One of them actually didn't even use my name. I just walked past and he said, Chicks and Balls. And I was like, that's (laughs) not the first time that's happened to us. I know, but I was like, yay, do I know you? And the other one was an OG listener from what I've been told. Well, first of all, Adam, who plays Touch, came and (laughs) had a chat to me about Chicks and Balls and his friend, Ashley, who loves the show and is a long-term listener, uh, both from Queensland, uh, so that was a fun conversation. <laughs> we end up sending um a nice photo and video back to Ashley. Wow. Um, but very overwhelming. I get nervous when that stuff happens. Yeah. I really, like you present on TV, like I don't get nervous when people say things. Yeah,
0: because you're like, oh, what was I doing just before that? Was I picking my nose? Like, what was I doing? Well, I don't know. I just am
1: like, I don't know. Yeah. But overall, mm. good things, especially coming into Magic Round. Obviously sad. G. Moore isn't going to be present, but that's, it's it, you know. Well,
0: that us. was going to be my contribution to the Feedback Feels chat is a lot of people have either been messaging us or commenting on our photos. Are we going to Magic Round? You should probably post that. We're going. Can can confirm we will be there. Julie is making lots of sounds in our non-soundproof Sorry. room that we're recording in, but we will be there in Bris Vegas once more right now while I am feeling quite dusty on a Tuesday, which is sickening in itself. And thinking about the fact that we're going to be up there on Friday and it's going to be massive is freaking me out. We're going to be ripping in. We'll be at the two games Friday night um, and probably one of the games on Sunday. And in between, we'll be around. We'll be around that city. And um, if you are too, let us know and we'll have a beer with you. All right? Yeah, or a vodka. Yeah, no, just like it sounds better when you say beer. Yeah. Now it's time for a segment that we call Around the Grounds, where each week we dive into the biggest headlines in sports media from the week gone by. And to kick us off, we've got a whole segment that's dedicated to the sport of basketball. We're playing basketball. Sorry, I'm not allowed to sing on this podcast,
1: but at least, you know, I wasn't even going to say anything. Yes,
0: I can see it in your eyes, in your vacant, disappointed eyes. Um, the first thing we've got to talk about has to be one of the biggest headlines in Australian media from the week, and it has been finally confirmed. I'll cast your minds back now to the lead-up to the Tokyo Games last year when there was talk of some dramas that were happening in the Opals camp in America, particularly with one player who's probably the most famous uh, female basketball we have playing right now, of course, Liz Cambage. We knew that she'd been spotted um, bursting the COVID bubble that the team had built at the time in their training camps by breaking that and being out and about in Las Vegas. And then it sort of came to a pinnacle when it was uh, suggested that there had been an incident at an closed training session with the night. I think it was a, a like a practice match against the Nigerian team at which point she was um, she said that she was pulling out of the Opals and, and what Basketball Australia kind of said was that she, you know, had been let go in that situation. So it, we're almost 12 months on from that. There wasn't – everyone was sort of vague on the details and uh, former Opals captain Jenna O'Hay was on an episode of the ABC's Outsiders on the weekend where um, she was asked if Liz would ever play for Australia again and what actually happened that saw her, you know, have this bitter split from the side last year. So I kind of have I have a lot of respect, I guess, for Ohay in this situation for, for really being quite frank about it. So the host, Kelly Underwood, asked, and this is a quote, is it correct that you were playing Nigeria and Liz Cambridge had her feathers ruffled and she turned to them and said, go back to your third world country, which is pretty horrific just to hear that statement. And uh, Underwood went on to describe the fact that uh, an, an Opal's – teammate, Ezzy Magbagor, she's actually Nigerian, Nigerian Nigerian-Australian, and there was apparently a brawl that erupted, you know, with her own teammates, this Nigerian side as well, and then from that point when she left, no one's spoken to her, um, to Liz, that is, and Ohay said that's 100% correct, and then she was asked, will she ever play for Australia again, and she said no. So, as these details have emerged, I'm sure you guys have been reading about it as well, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting the timing of it all. I think we there was so much speculation at the time and nobody really from Basketball Australia camp, male or female, was willing to comment on it. So it does interest me that it has sort of, like you said, it's nearly 12 months on and they're, they're still talking about this. A few other big names have come out and commented on it and I think it was Andrew Bogart who tweeted sort of at the time of the incident saying you'll never hear what was actually said because it was just completely unfathomable and no one in their right mind would utter those words again, so no one will ever know. And then after the comment was released saying, go back to your third world country, he came out again and said, you heard the very PG version of what was said And I can only assure you that it was so much worse in real life and that there was a lot more going on. Gaze, who's also like a basketball great, known to be a bit of a Switzerland man and never be too controversial, he's come out and spoken about how appalling it is and how she should never represent again a lot of people being like, well, if he's not sitting on the fence, no one is. So, yeah, I think we spoke about at the time, like it just, I'm dumbfounded, Typically, being a person who speaks for quite a lot of social causes, she's a woman of colour herself. She's very loud about um, what she felt was a lack of diversity in the Australian Olympics campaign. So, for someone who usually prides herself on being so well spoken and contributes to the you know anti-racism movements in sport, it just like I can't match up those two personalities in my head. And I know that she's spoken about having a lot of troubles with her mental health and this is not to disregard any of that. I'm sure it's sort of all sort of feeding into each other. But yeah, it's hard to believe that the incident was clearly so bad and clearly scarred so many people in Basketball Australia that 12 months on, it's still all anyone can really talk about when it comes to her. This is someone who's played in the and who featured in a finals campaign and who has had essentially a whole season between then and now and that's still all anyone is talking about
0: so the context for reason like why this was being spoken about again is because she was interviewed by the abc last week in which she spoke about never having felt um supported by the opals or basketball australia and that's why Gaze kind of came out it was like i'm disgusted i was on the board we supported her through everything that that's just untrue like maybe that you know she's created this sort of false truth about it. And this is kind of what Jenna Hay was saying as well. Like I can hold my head up high because we did everything to support her. And, uh, you know, I totally get what you're saying in feeling like it's a mismatch um, with all how she speaks about a lot of social justice movements, but what it isn't a mismatch when it comes to how I perceive her is how arrogant she is. Um, and I don't mean that in a way, like I love confidence. And, and I know that in Australia, it's so easy to fall into the tall poppy syndrome thing. It's not that like, I think she 100%, you know, walks the walk and talks the talk when it comes to her basketball ability. But the way that she approached um, that, what you're speaking about, around the lack of diversity in the Australian Olympics side, discussion was just really nasty and and not – in a way that was um, trying to be constructive. It was sort of attacking other athletes and she's someone who who says she's very unapologetic and that sort of stuff. But in this case, you absolutely need to apologize and and own it. And instead it looks like she's not going to make a statement out in response to it. She's deleted a few Instagram posts. She's limited all the comments on her socials and I don't think anyone should go and attack her because that's not any way to sort of deal with this, but you know, front up about it, you know, We make mistakes, sometimes Heated in the moment. She was suffering from mental health stuff. Like, own it and and do the work.
1: I was just going to say, I I think I'm quite similar to you. I can't get my head around – to you both, I should say. I can't get my head around um, how she can say something so personal and nasty when she would have dealt with similar comments herself. Like, I just find that uh, personally I've had racial things said to me and I would never – put that on someone else because it feels like shit really so I just don't know she's obviously had issues and had things come against her so even in the heat of the moment that's just you can't justify that so yeah you got to come out and own it but you can't say I didn't mean it or I didn't that you got to go yeah I said it it is what it is I'm going to try to be better. I'm going to fix it. Sorry, I don't know. I don't have time for her. I back the opals and, um, yeah, she's not a part of it. So yeah. and she's irrelevant to me. Yeah, 100%. It's so disappointing because she's a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, and she's a great it's, athlete. It's similar,
0: it seems, like with the Australian psyche, our kind of separation and actually you can stay over there vibe it is reminiscent, although completely different context, to Ben Simmons, right? Mm. We look at both these basketballers and for Two very very different reasons. We've kind of gone. Actually, you don't reflect what we want to be as Australian national teams, or you know, Australian international sporting icons. Staying in the world of basketball now, but back here in Australia, in a similar sort of vein, right? We have the NBL final series happening at the moment. Pretty historic uh, because the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers in their first. Jack jumpers. I know. First of all, amazing team name. Um, <laughs> First season in the NBL are in this final series, it was never meant to happen. It's very exciting. And the whole state of Tasmania is behind this team. It's made a lot of people talk about the fact that we probably need a Tasmanian AFL team. Like the poor fellas down there just want some teams to go and support every weekend. And we're giving it to them at least in the basketball for now. But... Unfortunately, the Jack Jumpers have lost the first two games, and on Wednesday night, which would, would have been the night before um, you're hearing this episode, it would have been the third game. And the question being, can they salvage this five-game final series and beat the Kings finally? Uh, but the Kings have been super dominant, and in their last game that they played in Hobart, one of their players, Dijan Vasiljevic, Dejan Vasil Vasiljev- I'm so sorry, brother. Great basketballer, right? <laughs> he scored a three-pointer, basically right on the buzzer to win them the game in Hobart. He carried on quite a bit. Yeah, of course he did because he just won the game. It was hectic. And he's come out and revealed that he's actually received death threats from Tasmanian jack jumper diehards, <laughs> which are very new diehards, like <laughs> literally a year old. And that like we can laugh about it because it, it sounds ludicrous, but this is a thing we talk about all the time death threats, this poor guy He's won his team a game, an important game, now receiving that kind of hate.
2: Yeah, I think it just comes back to that we probably sound like broken records at this point, but, yeah, there's such a disassociation between social media and real life and fans, and, like, I don't know how many more people can come out and speak about it, how many more athletes need to put screenshots on stories, how many more people need to be named and shamed, and how many more conversations we can have about it, like, regardless of whether you have been supporting a team for a year or your entire lifetime or whether it's basketball or football or whatever like I just don't think there's a space for it in a game and like you said it's almost laughable when you talk about it like that you can't actually for me personally I can never actually pinpoint how that must feel or how I would react in that moment because I've never experienced it and you know god willing I never will but like Yeah, I just, it baffles me every time and it is really hard to actually put yourself in that position. But I don't know what you do at this point. Like I don't know how much more sporting organisations and athletes can do to stop this. And, you know, we talk about this all the time in social media platforms having a much bigger role to play than they're sort of willing to at this point, but I don't know how you stop it and I don't know how athletes put up with it. I really don't. Well, I mean,
0: I think on the point that we sound like broken records – is more telling about how dire the situation is than us, you know, harking on about it. We just saw two weeks ago, 19-year-old Jacob Arthur, son of Brad Arthur, who plays in the Eels, was brought into the halves, um, you know, when Tom Opicek was injured and he just copped vile abuse um, from his own team's fans because they lost – up in Darwin against the Cowboys, you know, this is something that happens all the time. Thank God he doesn't have social media. So Brad Arthur actually came out and said on on Monday all the boys were coming to check on him and he just didn't even know what had happened, which is the ideal situation.
1: Yeah, Um, But it's just – it's everywhere. It's a bit ridiculous because, like, uh, if you, out of frustration, have a passionate opinion about your team or an opposition or whatever it is in whatever sport – cool, talk about it around the table with your mates when you're drinking. Like be like, oh, that game was shit, whatever. Like who cares? I don't care because I don't have to hear it and the person doesn't have to hear it. I just don't know why you have to bring it to social media and bring it to their DMs. I'm sorry, but your opinion is so irrelevant and no one actually cares what you have to say. So just talk to your friends about it.
0: Imagine giving
1: (laughs) anyone a death threat.
2: Like (laughs) anyone for any reason. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, he who throws the first stone, like, I'm not going to pretend that we haven't sat around and talked about players who we don't think maybe deserve to be where they are or who could be doing a better job. Like, it's natural conversation when you're passionate about sport. Of course, you want the best for your team or the best for the players that you think deserve to be in those positions. That Like, everyone has those opinions. I'm not going to sit here and say that I've never, you know, torn down an athlete in the privacy of my own home or at beers, like you said. But I just, it's the same as anything. Like, people don't, people don't need to hear that. And like you said, kills, it's so irrelevant. Like, your opinion <laughs> when I would love to see you shoot a three-pointer, like, <laughs> it's just irrelevant. And it drives me insane. Seriously.
0: It is. That's why I have to keep talking about it. You people, stop it. Just stop hey, it. Put the phone that. on. Write, if you really need to, write stop it down that. on a piece of paper, light the piece of paper no, on no, fire. Even better. Court. Chew the piece of paper and swallow it. Yeah, <laughs> you dog. <laughs> <laughs> and our second part of Around the Grounds this week is a really interesting one. Quite a, I mean, in some ways heartwarming story and hilarious and one that brought a really important issue to life.
1: Should we just give a quick, um, like, warning? Because some boys get triggered by the- Trigger no. warning? No, no, Killy, because this no, is exactly. No, and then on the back of that, like small trigger warning, but also listen because you need to learn. We're not going to give graphic details on what it's like to menstruate. I just say. <laughs> <laughs> boys get weird.
0: So what, boys? It's called chicks and balls. What do you reckon? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we all have uteruses, sweet, okay? We're talking about periods quickly. Because of a legend by the name of Lydia Ko, she's a Kiwi golfer, ranked third in the world at the moment, and an all-round legend. Did you guys see why she went viral? Yes. Describe the video for me then, Keely, considering it had
1: to do with a physio. Uh, the interviewer was asking about her physical therapist, Chris, treating her back, and she replied, explaining that it's that time of the month and her back gets really sore and... Twisted was the word she used, um, and Chris, is, Chris knows about that and has treated her for that before. Um, and she just, yeah, needed treatment for her, her back and, because she had a period. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, when I watched it, I was actually smiling.
0: Like, it made me happy. And because she goes, all oh, the ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was cool. Like, she seems like such a legend. But it became a big kind of. Worldwide story. Wasn't a negative
1: though. No, no, no. no. I think
0: part of the reason it went viral is because this poor journo absolutely pooed himself. You can see him going, "Oh, okay, Uh thank you." And then (laughs) she goes, "Oh, well, I've left you speechless." Like she was such a good sport about it. Um, But it revealed or pointed out the fact that most women don't talk about that part of their physicality when it comes to playing sport, and it always becomes a big headline. Um, So it's really interesting, and there's been other golfers who've come out, and uh, I think it was Sophia Popov. Um, She's a German golfer. She tweeted in support of Lydia saying, absolutely love this. I'm on that that same schedule and felt like an absolute noodle last week. Glad Lydia finally had an honest take on it. Impressive how well she played, considering she did end up coming equal third in that competition. She's playing very well. But it was just like a really nice, open and honest – kind of comment on a situation that, that happens for, you know, people all over the world. So <laughs> I, I think it was really important. And I guess like the, the reason I wanted to, like, we wanted to talk about this is uh, around the facts, like, is this the kind
1: of stuff we want to see more openly, like especially in our, well, our female leagues I think across it's, the board? I mean, I can definitely relate. You know? <laughs> I cop it pretty hard um, at this, that time of the month. But I think it's important to talk about, uh, in regards to performance and our you know not everyone has an option to try and time schedule, skip a period I'm not a health expert so I'm not going to tell anyone what they can and can't do in that regards but like they people will have their own personal choices so uh, there's so many things that play a part in it and um, scientifically and I'm a very mathematical black and white brain, it does have an effect on your performance. Mm. Um, I can't remember the exact research, but I do know that you're more likely to get injured when you have your period. Wow. Um, a few girls that I know, one in particular is a good friend of mine, did her ACL when she had a period. So it doesn't mean that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. She just had a higher risk and it just, yeah. Maybe because you're a bit more lethargic. Or yeah, and you're not you're, yeah, you're that optimal performance. So yeah. I think that's why it's probably important from a – Health professional scientific background, um, and then it's probably interesting for coaches to know if you're a coach of a female team, uh, male or female. It's important that you know well, that's one. I think.
2: Yeah, I think it's similar to the conversation we had around Xena Sport and breast injuries and all of that sort of stuff last year. It's just not something that gets spoken about, which is ludicrous because it is such a ginormous part of women's lives. Like, and yeah, you don't think about it when it comes to. Uh, because you're thinking about ACLs and rotator cuffs and whatever, like you said, keels. But it is like a genuine trauma that women are going through constantly. When I was training, like I used to do a fair bit of boxing training and like combinations on pads and that kind of stuff. And I remember one day I just like couldn't get the combinations down. I couldn't get anything right. And my coach, who was a guy, sort of stopped and was like, oh, like, are you on your period? And I was kind of taken back by it. And I was like, what? Like, it was sort of, how dare you? But then he was like, no, 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 just like, let's talk through it because it affects your memory. Like, it genuinely affects your short term memory in that period. And he was like, this happens all the time. Like, that's what it is. Cause these are combinations that we did week in and week out and that I could always do. And I just couldn't get it right that day. And I was like, yeah, okay, it checks out. But so for things as small as that for athletes, and, you know, I know a lot of female runners or, a bit more dynamic athletes have come out because they lose their period due to their weight and different types of things during sport. So it's something that affects all females. And then when you're putting your body under such high pressure circumstances in sport, it obviously exaggerates that. But funnily enough, I did see an ad in my Instagram feed that came after this sort of chat started exploding. So thank you, algorithms. (laughs) body have teamed up with Puma. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but amazing. they now have amazing underwear, tights, all of the above. If you don't know what Body is, it's like period-proof underwear, basically, to replace pads and tampons, et cetera. Now they have, like, the Lycra-type ones with Puma, which is sick, and their stat that they're promoting them with is 34% of women and girls are stopped from participating in sport and or exercise. to their periods so it's a big issue and I just think it you know like you said kills you want to give people a trigger warning but at the same time you're like oh this is just life and for female athletes this is a massive reality so very interesting
1: I actually just want to give a quick shout out to your coach because that's just so cool that he was on top of that like that's so cool
2: Yeah, it was sick. And I was like, how do you know? Like I said, at the beginning, I was kind of like, what the fuck are you asking? Like, I I don't know. Like, I felt really self-conscious immediately. But he was like, no, no, like, let's do something else. Like, this isn't going to, this isn't because you're getting it wrong. Like, you can't fix this right now. Like, let's work on something different at this time. Qualities of a great coach. Yeah, it was really supportive. And even
0: just hearing you talk about that, G, I think that this kind of education about us and our own bodies individually is really important as well. Like I would never have thought about my memory being affected by my period. Like I remember um, the last year of netball that I played, uh, I have really low blood pressure and low iron um, and it wasn't, uh, it was my first year I was a vegetarian. So my my body was in all sorts and um, every single game and particularly where, yeah, when I had my period and was playing um, netty, I would just come off and faint. Which was dumb. It was mostly my own fault, but you know, I think that <laughs> I think that if we if we can all know a little bit more about how our bodies are affected during that time, we yeah. can all perform better Whereas- and also be nicer to ourselves when you know you feel because a lot of the time you can just feel gross and bloated and um, feel like I don't know, not good about your body during that time. So, like. Especially, I if I feel like I'm not performing at the gym, I'm like more frustrated mm. rather than being kinder to myself because maybe that's not what I should be doing.
1: My pain leaves
2: when I exercise, mm. so yeah, and it's good for you too at that time, right? Yeah, but you say like it's just dumb that you were doing it, but at, in the same vein, like I imagine loads of especially young women. Don't want to be like, oh, sorry, I can't play this weekend. I'm on my period. I'm not feeling well. Mm. Like cast your mind back to high school. How many girls tried to use it as an excuse or even genuinely were like, I don't want to run laps. I'm feeling really unwell. And your PE teacher tells you to take a hike anyway. So we're programmed from a really young age to think it's not a valid excuse. So you end up putting yourselves in positions like that where you play when you shouldn't or train when you shouldn't and put yourself in a position because you're like, oh, it's not a good enough excuse. Well, the yeah. important thing is is that um, having bad period pain isn't normal. Yeah, It's actually not
1: normal. So the obviously feeling unwell is quite a normal symptom, feeling bloated, feeling lethargic, feeling lightheaded, et cetera. But, man, if you're in pain, that's not normal. You need to make sure you look after yourself
0: yeah exactly
1: and you know what we
0: have a lot of young girls who listen to this podcast and i think that they're the ones who i hope hear this and and you know think about this stuff so and i love it if
1: you're a boy now you're educated yeah welcome. you're welcome if you have got a girlfriend now you can help her yeah. if you don't you can help your future one if you don't have a girlfriend you got a boyfriend you guys can just talk about it okay nice yeah. you're the real mvp
0: Now it's time for a segment that we call MVPs where each week we award someone or something our own personal MVP title for something that they've done. Georgia Moore, kick us off. Who or what is your MVP?
2: Okay. This one is a little bit rogue, but I saw it on Barstool Sports Instagram and it's just the best thing I've ever seen ever. So it's a video on their Instagram of like a graduation ceremony and the sort of students are lined either side of a path. And it's a lot of girls that you can see in this moment. And there is a dad who has brought handheld mirrors and he's walking. This is not a visual platform, so you can't see me, but we'll post the video on our Instagram. He is walking like this with the mirrors facing outwards to both lines of girls walking up and down so they can all like fix themselves in into the bag that <laughs> looks like it has some like hairbrushes and stuff. So he's just like facing up and down, making sure all the girls can like fix their hats and hairs and their graduation caps. And it's just really cute. And it was big MVP behavior for me. So I loved it.
0: Love it. love, love it. it. Um, I'll go my MVP next. Yep, We're just going a different order this week a little bit. Great. It is actually the Brisbane Lions AFL Club. Um, They have set a new benchmark for high-performance environments for both their men's and women's side. So they are opening a new training base that's worth about $80 million in September. And we've spoken about this before when it comes to um, gender equality in sport, that a lot of the time infrastructure isn't well-equipped to to support women as well because it's always been a a men's place, particularly in different footy codes. So um, yeah, this new facility is almost complete and is going to be a permanent home for their women's side, you know, kind of away from the Gabba. it's, It's really their stadium, but everything in place there is set to be pretty amazing and have the best facilities for the men and the women to kind of be training and practicing and getting ready for their seasons at the same time. So I thought that was really cool. Wow. And they're the first cop to do it in the sport. Wow.
1: Keely Silver, your MVP. My MVP is the manager of my Rebels Touch 40 team from NTLs. Her name is Nat. She is diagnosed with autism and she played in the All, Ability, all Abilities Touch team for the Rebels as well uh, on the weekend. Um, she did a really good job coping with all of us girls. Um, so a massive shout-out to her for that. She's an absolute champion, but – The reason she's my MVP is because she made it to the grand final. Uh, Yeah, which was really exciting. And she – I'm pretty sure she could have been the only girl, one or two girls in her team. Um, But it was two all and there was – uh, maybe a minute to go maybe just over a minute um and you can see her pointing and you know talking to the middle you know, that she had on with her and she's setting it all up it's um, I might actually share it on chicks and balls it's a really nice highlight she sets up a quickie and dives and scores the no, winner. yeah no it's way. awesome and it's such Duh. a good try and we were all in the crowd and we did like a tunnel when they ran out and we were just going off and she runs past us like arm oh, in the air it was really really beautiful um and, like, she gets MVP. We didn't even make the semis. Like, <laughs> we are all, like, at least someone won. Um, but, yeah, she was definitely a player of the final. I don't know if they ended up awarding a player of the final, but she definitely was. Wow. Yeah, scored the winner. But overall, not only playing but also managing us for the week. So what big shout-out. Yeah, massive legend, actually. And Abby Pap also sent it to me being, like, this is VIP behaviour. And I said, MVP? She's, like, that's what I meant. <laughs>
0: now we come to our final segment of the show which is our ones to watch where we recommend something you should be watching out for you should be watching on netflix or you should be doing with your life i'm gonna kick us off the obvious one is magic Round this weekend as we said we're gonna be there if you're not there get around the spirit of it
1: because it's gonna be a good time see now when you wrote down magic Round for your one torch are you talking about the footy Yes, because I was going to co- go off the back of yours and say I want everyone to watch the off-field antics too. Yes, correct. from From us, maybe. Yes, correct. Okay, cool. We will we will keep the content high, um, and I mean
0: you guys saw how good it was last year. Mike. Yes, Killy has a little portable mic, so yeah. we will be creating some maybe we'll some little, little vox pops, maybe some more. G more, you have to be available for FaceTime yes. over the weekend. Yes, um, <laughs> and just like randomly away from that. And a little one-to-watch thing that I've just gotten into this week, yeah. which has nothing to do with anything, but I'm obsessed with it. And there's a part of me that's like been looking back at it in between us talking and this podcast is crosswords. Um, <laughs> I'm really into crosswords. After last week I was requested to help on a crossword and I just didn't feel like I was up to scratch when I was doing it. So now I'm practicing. I've oh, got the New York Times crossword. I'm doing it every day.
1: On the back oh. of crosswords, Quirtle. Quirtle. Four wordles at once. Yeah. And hurdle. And hurdle. A one second of a song. Yep. Get
0: on that. So magic, on your way up to Magic Round, <laughs> if you just say you're traveling, well, from wherever you're traveling or maybe you're just pumping up, we want your brain to be ready. <laughs> so do some crosswords, do some wordles. Quirtles. Quirtles. Hurdles. There's a Taylor Swift hurdle.
1: I would kill that. Anyway. Get amongst it. It's like T-swirtle or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> George Moore. I just want to say that it's really cute, actually. I do the wordle every day and send it to my grandparents back home in Oz every day, and we do wordles. And that's how we stay in touch every single day. That's it's so nice. cute. And they're really good at it, and they beat me most days. But <laughs> I've been on a great run lately, so I've been killing it. Also, Molly, I just want to give you a little bit of feedback on your one-to-watch from two weeks ago. I wasn't patient enough, and I didn't read it, and I watched Anatomy of a Scandal. I thought it was okay. Oh. <laughs> hurts oh I and do you know what this isn't to you because everyone has been hyping up my sister literally flew halfway across the world and the first thing she could say to me was have you watched anatomy of a scandal everyone has been pumping it up so much I think it's a good tv series I think I picked exactly what would happen in episode one and I think yeah I picked fun. some of it as well yeah Anyway, that's just feedback for anyone who had it on their list. It's fine, but like, don't rush to it. It's not a big commitment, though. If you're a little bit underwhelmed, no, it's not. What is Six it? Episodes? Six episodes. Yeah. It was. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I knocked it over. Took a not out of changing. my recommendation, though. It's okay. Sorry, it happens. But I took your recommendation and I watched it, so Good. you know, I'm glad. Pros and cons. No, I don't know. normally do. That. Uh, my actual one to watch, though, is that the NBA is down to eight teams finals are heating up. Warriors are the only team. Let's go ahead in the current playoffs. <laughs> They're 3-1 and everyone else is 2-1. Um, but it's getting really hot and heavy. The off-court content as always is great. There was a really 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 cute moment where Jay Morant was given the MVP of the season and he didn't think he deserved it. He thought his teammate deserved it. Desmond Bain. So he delivered the MVP award to Desmond's kitchen bench and took a photo of it and put it on his Insta story and said, I left your award in your kitchen. You deserve it. Aww. Which is really cute. So there's so much great off court content happening in the NBA as always. The finals fashion only gets better and better and it's getting down to the nitty gritty. So keep an eye on it and go Warriors.
1: Amazing. Well, what a bloody nice chat. It brings us to these the end of this nice chat that it's we also hold like, a podcast. It's like when um, distance makes the heart grow fonder and like two weeks apart, we had, just had a really nice wholesome chat. Periods. I don't know if I like having a gap though. Okay. Like my Tuesday didn't feel right last week.
0: For pop- future reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It happened. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. It's always a pleasure. Never a chore. Hopefully we'll see some of you at uh, Magic Round on the Oh, weekend. yeah, you she in Magic Round? Come I know us. that. I think <gasps> Shannon. I think Shannon's going to be there. We should print out a
1: photo of George's head. <laughs> <laughs> put it
2: on a battle bop stick <laughs> and carry it around.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant from me. Well, um, yes.
2: Yes. And we'll just hold her in photos. I'll be vetting be photo choices. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, yes, she will. Of that's course fine. she will. <laughs> that's
1: fine. You send one through. Um, um, I, I,
0: I'm pretty sure it was Shannon who messaged is it Shannon? I think so. She's an OG. She'll probably be
1: there. She's from Queensland. Miss Crotty, she's definitely going to be there. Just know when it comes to Thursday, that's when you start to kick to the corners and build pressure. Yeah. Um, and then we are just Eyes you know, up get 40, under the high ball. A um, few leg swings. You've got to be limber. Yeah. You've got to be limber. It, and also it
0: is a marathon, not a sprint. And they can't run without heads. Yes. So All of those things. Or if, legs. Or legs. <laughs> <laughs> if you are listening, well, well, you know what? Whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, make sure you subscribe because you want to be the first to hear this
1: stuff. You want to be in and around if it. It's anything like last year, Magic Round it's going to be feral. <laughs>
0: yes. So make sure you're following us on Instagram too at chicks and Balls Pod. If you give us a five star rating wherever you're listening as well, we'll like, buy you a drink. A us, Magic we'll buy you a drink <laughs> if you show us that you've done that. We will buy you a drink. One drink. The cheapest one, but we'll buy it for you. So you know what? Never say no to free piece. Yeah, this is true. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, I'm going to show you that
0: I've done a No, no, no <laughs> hosts are allowed. Um, and yeah, follow us on TikTok as well at chicksandballspod and on Twitter at chicksandballs. No
1: pod. Wow. No pod. I was yawning. No yeah. Thanks, G. Uh,
0: other than that. Have yeah, a, thanks. Yeah. And we'll see
1: you soon and if you see you in Queensland, if you yeah. don't see you when I'm looking at you, and if I don't, um, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Catch you next time. So Bye. <laughs>